0: This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon
2: Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156.
0: Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, Bully Ray and I talk all about the last match that's coming up on July 31st in Nashville, Tennessee. That's right. The last match of the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. We get ready for StarCast weekend with the Pod Father himself, Conrad Thompson, with some breaking news involving our own Bully Ray. And also we get into GOAT himself, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, right now on the Busted Open Podcast. July 29th through the 31st at the Nashville Fairgrounds. And to talk about that and what everybody's talking about in the world of pro wrestling, StarCast once again, with the pod father himself, the one and only Conrad Thompson. Conrad, good morning, and thanks for the time as always.
2: Hey, man, thanks for having me on, and congrats on that sweet, sweet mustache, man, looking better than ever. Look at you.
0: Dude, I'm trying, Conrad, with the wife, you know, I gotta, listen, look at me. You know, I don't have looks. I don't have money. So I got to use every advantage that I have. So if I have to grow a mustache, I'm going to grow a mustache.
2: I mean, that's 10 out of 10, man. I love
3: it. How can you even see his mustache? It's coming in so gray. Like like Conrad's got that awesome Wolfman man. (laughs) He's He's still a young man. It is a wolf man coming at you from back in the day, daddy-o. Dave's got like some gray peach fuzz growing on his top lip. It's true.
2: He, he looks like he's an extra from Narcos, and I love it. <laughs> Fantastic.
3: <laughs> well, Conrad,
0: you know, we always have you on around this time of year or around StarCast, I should say. And this is the big one, the biggest of all. And I can't wait for what's going to happen at the Nashville Fairgrounds at the end of the month.
2: Well, I appreciate you saying that. You know, we're getting things kicked off with uh, the roast of Ric Flair next Friday night. And uh, if it's all right with you, Mr. LaGreca, I'd like to do a little StarCast business here on the air. How's that sound? Go right
0: ahead. Please go right ahead.
2: Mr. Bully Ray, uh, I can't think of anyone I'd rather have at StarCast to get on that stage and roast my father-in-law's ass rather than you. Are you up for that?
3: So I'm I'm being put on the spot right now and invited to roast Ric Flair.
2: Yeah. And if you say no, it's cool. You'll just disappoint millions of busted open listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: know what? I, I can't pass up an opportunity like that. So uh, I would love to be a part of the Ric Flair roast. Uh, I, I have been uh, blessed to spe- uh, share a locker room with Rick in the WWE and in TNA and th- lots of great stories to be told. And yeah, I, I, I would love to be there.
2: That's awesome, man. I can't wait. Thank you very much. So how about that, Dave, Making a little news man. this morning. Who is, big, who is
3: hosting the uh, Ric Flair roast?
2: Uh, Brad Nessler, the voice of college football uh, who who better? So, yeah, he's going to try to keep us on the track. But, boy, there's going to be uh, a lot of live rounds. I've heard some jokes that I thought, we can't say that. But they keep reminding me, no, it's a roast. So no one is safe. It's going to be a lot of fun.
3: Hopefully, we uh, we can live up to the standards of the Dave LaGreca roast, where we absolutely <laughs> buried him. I
0: got buried, Conrad. Huh? And one of the people that buried me the most was Bully. Um, and Bully, there there were some jokes that were written for Bully to perform at the roast, and he immediately ripped them all up and just went off the top of his head and completely buried me. So I'm sure you're going to get an MVP performance from Bully at the roast.
2: Oh, we had him well scouted. I think the world (laughs) heard you be roasted, and I thought, I have an idea, but I don't want to ask him off air because then he could say no. See, I'm sneaky now. I've learned all the promoter tricks. I'm just going to do it on the air. You are a sneaky promoter, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, accidentally. Who knew?
0: You know, Conrad, and and this is a big undertaking, and and I said before we jumped on the air, it's like, wow, you do this to yourself all the time with StarCast. Because, listen, you do have an amazingly uh, awesome shoot job that you have on a daily basis. So you're super busy, and then you take this huge undertaking on. But this is the biggest one of all, because to be able to say you're going to have Ric Flair's last match, and I love uh, the last match docuseries that you can see on YouTube, Uh, and everybody should go to YouTube because part two was just posted, uh, yesterday and, and seeing, you know, uh, Tommy young, a part of that docu series and Bob Cottle, a part of that part of that docu series. This is a huge undertaking Conrad.
2: Well, we wanted to do our best to pay tribute and homage to Jim Crockett promotions. And of course, you know, the, the, the people who will be writing the lyrics, to the music that these performers are making in the ring is Tony Schiavone and David Crockett on the old set we had that totally recreated so it's going to look and feel you know like 1985 or 1986 all over again and I don't think we could really tell the story of the impact and legacy that Rick had not only in wrestling but in Jim Crockett Promotions where he really first came to prominence without talking to some of those stalwarts like Bob Coddle and and Tommy Young and Magnum TA and Nikita Koloff so Episode one and two are live right now at RickFlair'sLastMatch.com.
3: Conrad, the the announcement came out last night that Rick's last match will be Rick and his son-in-law, Andrade, taking on Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Mm -hmm. When I saw the announcement, I wondered to myself, do you think anybody is disappointed by the announcement that it's going to be a tag match and not a singles match?
2: Well, we never, uh, announced that we had a six man, but boy, the internet believed that there was definitely going to be a six man. And when we first announced the match, uh, we did say on Rick's podcast that it was going to be a multi-man match. You know, I, uh, I want to make sure that we give Ric Flair every opportunity to be Ric Flair. And, uh, when, when we had a bunch of conversations, uh, although he loved the idea of doing a singles, he felt the same way that everybody else did that, Hey, this would probably be better as a tag match. And then it became a matter of, all right, well, let's just put the pieces together. And then as you saw in episode two, Jeff Jarrett finds a way to weasel his way into a good situation over and over and over, uh, back when Jeff and I were on better terms, I would joke to him that, you know, if cats have nine lives, uh, Jarrett's have 10 Well, he's found his way to do it again. I don't know how this is happening, but somehow Jeff Jarrett's in the main event and that building Mr. Lagreca is the building where he walked out on Vince the first time. Yep. So I'm just hopeful he shows up and doesn't try to hold me up or pull any Cut. usual Jeff Jarrett tricks.
0: I get it. I get it. And for people who, and listen, I'm going on there now because I got to find my way out there. Especially now that Bully is going to be a part of the Ric Flair roast. Go to starcast.com. I mean, we are 12 days, seven hours, 18 minutes, and 10 seconds away from Ric Flair's last match as the at the Nashville Fairgrounds. And listen, we've we thought we saw Ric Flair's last match in. The WWE at WrestleMania. And then he went to TNA. And people, I, listen, he had some amazing moments a part of TNA. The match that he yeah. had with Mick Foley, I thought was absolutely fantastic. And this is going to be the last one. And, you know, this is where I get kind of nostalgic and the tear comes to my eye, right, Conrad, because. Listen, I make no bones about it. Ric Flair, to me, is the greatest professional wrestler of all time. It's not even an argument in my eyes. And to be able to say this is going to be the last time that he's going to be in the ring. And and Conrad, here's a guy just a few years ago that his health was in question. And, you know, he was in a hospital bed. And then you look at these videos of him training, how great he looks like. It's a miracle Conrad and it's, it is a miracle that we're going to get this last match at the end of this month.
2: Well, I appreciate you saying that, you know, he's been putting in all the work and, you know, I've known Rick since 2013 and every few months, every now and again, uh, we'd be on the phone or hanging out and he would say, Hey, what if, and this subject of one last match would come up. And a friend of mine, uh, this past winter said, man, don't you think it's a shame that so many wrestlers have their last match and don't know it's their last match? And that didn't really click for me until early this year. I was doing a podcast with Eric Bischoff for 83 weeks, cheap plug. And we learned, or I learned, that Hulk Hogan's last match was a six-man tag that was non-televised over in the UK. Bully was actually in the ring. I don't know that anybody in the building or in the ring knew this is Hulk Hogan's last match. And I felt that was kind of a shame. You know, uh, when, when a guy like Kobe Bryant had his last season, man, every town he went to, It was like a farewell tour, like a, like a, like a great rock band or something. And you knew this is our last one, but so many wrestlers don't get that opportunity. And given all that Rick has gone through, you know, the, the, the marriages and losing Reed and nearly losing his own life five years ago. And he overcame all of that. And this is the same guy who survived plane crashes and being struck by lightning and all the craziness. He wants to feel like Ric Flair one last time and go out on his shield the way he wants to. And. He deserves that. So w- w- when he got the clearance from his doctor and he felt good about it, man, I-, I jumped at the chance to try to help make it possible. And with David Crockett's help, somehow, some way, Rick Flair's wrestling his last match, July 31st at the municipal auditorium. And how about this, Mr. Trivia buff, Mr. LaGreca. Rick has won two world titles in that building. He beat the Macho Man at a starcade for the WCW world title, and he also beat and one of the greatest matches of all time, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, in that yep. same building for the big gold belt. That's pretty cool to know that there's so much history in that building, and Rick's coming back one last time.
3: Comrade, obviously, Rick and Andrade versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal will be the main event. This will be Rick's last match, but there's a lot of other great matches that you were able to bring together for this card. You want to run them down for us and let us let the fans know what else they can expect on this evening?
2: At least in my mind, the co-main event is Josh Alexander defending his Impact World title against the longest reigning MLW champion in history, Jacob Fatu. Jacob Fatu does not work for Impact Wrestling, but the title is on the line. Company versus company. That should be pretty cool. Uh, But the, the match that really got everybody's attention was really a tag team dream match. Ten years ago, people talked about the American Wolves and the Motor City Machine Guns as the two very best tag teams in the world. But they only wrestled one time and it was at an indie show. It wasn't televised, but they're gonna hook it up and really a dream match. Uh, this past Triple Mania, Meltzer said there was a five-way that maybe was the match of the year candidate. Well, we have four of those five guys here, including Bandito, the Rado kid, Taurus, and what a lot of people think is the best wrestler in the world, Ray Phoenix. We got the Impact Women's Championship on the line in a three-way dance. We got a rematch with Killer Cross and and, and Davy Jr. We got Clark Connors, who's made a big splash in AEW representing new Japan, taking on Ren Narita. We got the Briscoes who a lot of people think are one of the best tag teams in the world, taking on the Von Ericks. That's nothing but legacy. And speaking of legacy, it doesn't get more old school than this. Ricky and his son, Kerry Morton with Robert Gibson in their corner, representing the rock and roll express against Brian Pillman Jr. And Brock Anderson with Arn Anderson in their corner, representing the horseman, the horseman versus the rock and roll man. That's peanut butter and jelly. Uh,
0: That
3: That
2: is a great lineup. Thanks, man.
0: Yeah, congratulations, Conrad. Let me ask you this, because you keep doing it and you're outdoing yourself each and every StarCast. You're a lot of planning involved. I know there's a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress. Are you going to take a moment and kind of enjoy it? Are you going to be able to enjoy it? Or is it going to be one of those things when it's over, you just take a, a, a sigh of relief when it's all said and done?
2: Probably both you know, there's going to be so many moving parts, you know, during the actual star cast itself on Saturday and Sunday, you know, the roast is going to be a lot of pressure to get the thing going and all that and get started. And there'll be a lot of pressure to make everything happen the right way on Sunday night, but the panels and the meet and greets happening at the exact same time. There's so many moving parts. I can't be in every spot at once. So my most stressful day will probably be Saturday and Sunday, uh, because as you guys know, candidly, I don't know what the hell I'm doing on the wrestling side. I'm just trying real hard. Uh, I'm a first time promoter and my first time promoting something is Ric Flair's last match. Uh, I don't wish me luck who signs up for this, but here I am. Who do you have helping you on the wrestling side? I don't know that I'm supposed to name all the names, but uh, I do have a whole host of folks because, you know, I'm at least smart enough to know what I don't know. So folks who've ran SmackDown and folks who've ran raw and and folks who trained some of the greatest wrestlers of all time and folks you used to see every Monday and every Friday, I, I've got a whole host of folks backstage who are going to help make sure that everything goes off the way it's supposed to. And even some names in the production side that again, I'm not sure that I'm supposed to share, but it would be names you would be familiar with because Hey, all I know to do is reach out and say, Hey, what if, and you'd be surprised when I pitch it's Ric Flair's last match. All of a sudden, everybody's like, okay, I'll be there for that. So I, I, I think I we'll have a good team, that. bully.
0: Awesome. Uh, Conrad, one thing I love about you, and I've obviously you know this, I'm a big fan of your family of podcasts, but one thing that you've done and is that you've always promoted Busted Open on your show, which I really, truly appreciate, and you know, in kind, I always promote your uh, family of shows as well because we're one big community. And I feel yes. like you've really you've really done a great job of making that known because I don't think that's like that in any other sport or any other form of entertainment. Pro wrestling fans are a community. But at the same time, I celebrated a birthday this past Friday, and Tony Schiavone called in to my birthday celebration now i confronted him because i listened to what happened when and tony okay. giovanni has some mean things to say about me and he passed the buck right away he was like that's all conrad that has nothing to do with me that's conrad we know better though conrad he definitely has a hatred towards me for whatever reason
2: you and evan courageous and i don't really know but i know why there was an issue with uh with evan courageous i mean i guess evan courageous once upon a time had an on-screen romance with medusa but i don't remember you being entangled with medusa so i don't no. know where the heat is but he refers to you as nothing happening dave lagreca and i don't get that
0: no he he uh, does some of the kinder things he said about me <laughs> what when Conrad, but uh but the one thing i love about your family of shows is that each one is completely different. Obviously you're having hall of famers and major superstars, a part of those shows, but each one is different. That must keep it exciting for you, not only as a host, but as a fan.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, uh, we find ourselves every time we go do one of these events, trying to figure out, Hey, what can we do? That's a little different. What can we do? That's a little, that's bigger. And, you know, we try to create new stuff and some stuff works and some stuff doesn't and we do more of what works and less of what doesn't, but I appreciate the support and I've always enjoyed you know, being able to come on, bust it open and, and, and chop it up and talk about all that we got going on and I'll try to rein Tony in a little bit and be a little nicer on what happened when. I'll put in a good word.
3: <laughs> Thank you. Conrad, uh, for the live event in-house, are tickets still available and if so, how can people get them?
2: Thank you very much. Rick Flair's Last Match.com. We did originally sell out. We were doing it at the Nashville flare Grounds. Uh, The mayor renamed it for the weekend, which was pretty cool. Uh, But the tickets sold out in three hours and 32 minutes. So now we move to municipal auditorium. Uh, All the floors sold out. All the lower bowl is sold out. There is some uh, upper deck seating, but it's an older building. So it's not gigantic. I think it's like a 9,000 seater maybe uh, before production kills and all that jazz. But we still have some upper level available. They're only 39 bucks and they're available now at Flair's last match.com. But if you can't make it to Nashville, it's on pay-per-view everywhere. Uh, so we would love for you to watch it on fight. Uh, Thuzio is my partner and, and and their sister company is fight. So we would love for you to watch it on fight. But if you don't have that, or that's maybe you're a little old school, like I am, and you just want to click the button, it's going to be on direct TV. It's going to be on dish network. It's going to be on uh, cable system. So I- anywhere you enjoy pay-per-view products, they're going to have Ric Flair's last match on Sunday, July 31st.
3: As a, as a, uh, a third person looking in right now and you, obviously within the family what type what state of mind is rick in right now
2: i literally just hung up with him we just recorded a podcast uh we watched him uh, wrestle dusty Rhodes from starcade 85 it'll come out tomorrow on rick's podcast to be the man and he responded to some of the things jeff said on his podcast that came out this morning and uh he was in good spirits you know he's um he's a little out of sorts and that he's not training with Jay lethal. Obviously that was a big part of him getting ready and he's found another ring and he feels good about it. He feels like he's got his conditioning and up and down and quickness and movements and all that. Now it's just a matter of, of, of getting down to Nashville, but I know there's been some reports that he's injured and he's hurting and all that, but the reality is he's still going to be there. Uh, he's got some sort of little foot thing going on, but he's not worried about it. And, uh, It's going to be a big day, man. It's going to happen one way or another. Ric Flair is going to walk that out one last time.
3: Do you think we're going to see a traditional Ric Flair robe or a brand new Ric Flair robe?
2: Oh, we've already seen it, and we're actually raffling it off. It was made to look just like his very first robe that Olivia Walker made. It's white with purple trim, one of his more iconic ones. Um, But we're actually raffling that off for the First Step Foundation, which supports folks who are on their road to recovery but need a little bit of help. Uh, so I encourage you to go check that out at rickflareslastmatch.com. You'll see the word win this robe or raffle or something like that. But the proceeds go directly to a great cause. And what's cool about this is any wrestling fan can win it. You know, it's 50 bucks and you're off to the races. So I hope, I hope some super fan gets to say they have Rick Flair's last robe. That's pretty cool.
0: That is awesome. We just have a couple more minutes, Conrad. And again, we appreciate the time because I know you're super busy as we get closer and closer uh, to the roast of Ric Flair and StarCast. But you are an avid collector of championship titles and right behind you is that collection. What is the key? What is the biggest title belt that you have in your collection?
2: Well, the one right over my head is the big gold belt. I mean, that's actually Rick Flair's world title from way back when, and that's probably as cool as it gets, but <laughs> there's going to be some new hardware at this show. Uh, is, if it's all right with you, Mr. Legreco, I'd like to break a little news and give you an exclusive. W- please, what if we announced you. another match right now?
0: Go right ahead, please.
2: Just in the old school Jim Crockett promotion style, we're doing a bunkhouse battle Royal. Wow. And, and we have a bronze boot. And we have a custom belt buckle and somebody's walking away with some new hardware and well, it worked the first time. Mr. Bully Ray, you're going to be in Nashville anyway. And I see you've got some accoutrement behind you. Would you mind maybe sliding a bronze boot up there and saying you want a bunkhouse battle Royal for Jim? Wait wait a minute.
3: Time out. Time out. You, I get invited to be a part of the Ric Flair roast. And now you're inviting me to be in the battle Royals.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
3: Dave, what do you think? Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> I've never been in a bunkhouse battle royal. I want a big bronze boot. Dude, that, that's I want that,
0: to be the bull of the woods. The iconic <laughs> pro wrestling illustrated cover with Dusty holding that boot. That's like one of the greatest images in the history of pro wrestling. That could be you,
3: bully. Wow. Should I give an answer now or should no, we leave that yes, to the No, Just say bus yes. Next- Just say yes. 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 I'm in.
0: Yeah, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm what? in. Foley, <laughs> I might just come to your house and sneak into one of your pieces of luggage just to get over to Nashville.
3: This summer, feel the heat of the NTT IndyCar Series as SiriusXM XM brings you every lap, pass, and podium finish. Joseph
2: Newgarden, he wins!
3: Each week, Indy 500 winner Tony Canon and broadcaster Jack Arute break down all the action on Brick by Brick.
2: I'm going to show up on Saturday saying, hey. And win the
3: race. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Brick by Brick, Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on NBC Sports Audio Channel 85 and anytime on the SXM app, Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The greatest of all time. The greatest professional wrestler who has ever stepped into a squared circle. My hero. The one and only Nature Boy Rick Flair.
1: Thank you so much. <laughs> I can't hear that enough.
0: <laughs> it's it's true. And Rick, your last match taking place. Let me tell you this, Rick. Twelve days, six hours, twenty-four minutes, and thirteen seconds from now in Nashville. Twelve days,
1: six hours and twenty-three seconds from now. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I'm at the doctor right now as we speak, Christ, trying to keep myself together. Nate how
3: how are you feeling? Like, how's the training I, going I with only great, 12 days I've left? Is, is there anything more that you could possibly do to get uh, ready for this match?
1: No, I'm just, I've got planters, fasciitis, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, in the bottom of my foot. And other than that, I'm perfect. But that damn thing is sore as shit. So I'm at the doctor right now. They're going to start. What are they going to? Uh, do you
3: think it'll affect you in the match?
1: No, I should have. I would just deaden it if I had to. <laughs> you know me, <laughs> but it affects me daily. <laughs> it's hard running the ropes with that damn center of your foot. You know that for some reason everybody knows that the middle of your foot is so damn sensitive. I mean, for anything, right? So much less my body weight. But no, I've been training hard and uh, I do actually two days, day. I train with Rob. I think he was on the episode if you guys saw it last night, a uh, John Cena's guy.
2: Yeah. In the
1: morning up Land the Lakes and I'd drive over and I was training with Jay. Now I'm uh training with another guy's ring here in town. So I do you two know. days and then take a day off, two days and then take a day off.
0: You know, Rick, you mentioned the docuseries, the docuseries available um, on YouTube right now. And the latest episode that just dropped last night, uh, Nikita Koloff, Tommy Young, Bob Cottle, you know, all these legendary names that have been such an integral part of your career. I mean, talk about the docuseries and, and, and filming this and getting ready for this last match on the 31st of this month.
1: I, it's been thrilling. I mean, actually, I know when we started it, I didn't realize how just how, how, how you know how, how it would work out. You know, you never know how something like that works out. The thirty for thirty, you know, turned out to be okay, but you know, they painted me as being in the hole. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, this, this time, I'm not. It's it's, um, it's, a, it's a, you know, I don't, I can take the criticism, and I, 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 I you know, that's part of what we do. Just by being in the public eye, but um, it's been mostly positive, and I'm I'm honored that they picked me to be in this position. And um, you know, as you get older, it's, it's all there's never, it's never. You know, you just get tired of not having something to do or a goal. So this gave me a goal, and so two two and a half months ago, I started really training. I mean, like serious, and, and uh, bully knows how I, I'm talking about cardio. I'm not ever going to be the world's strongest man, but I'm in cardio shape. I can do 500 free squats and all that shit like I used to now. So I'll be in shape.
3: Nate, how did you come to the final decision of tagging with your son-in-law Andrade uh, up against Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal? And did you feel like you owed this maybe to Jay Lethal since he helped you get in shape for this match? Oh,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, us talking like this, we are right now. Yeah, absolutely. He's um, he's a great guy, you know. But it, you know, it, it's um, you know, it's it's one of the biggest things, believe it or not. It, it's it, this kind of stuff is, if I can pull it off, will be will we'll, you know re- rewrite everything in my legacy again. So, it's you know, little 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 nagging things, you know. I thought I had COVID, then I thought I had pneumonia. You know, you're. you're you, you, you always like waking up every day thinking, God, what can go wrong? Instead of just always being positive. And that's just, I think that's partly when you get older and you lose sight of your uh, lack of confidence, which I've had ongoing issues with over the years. And this is like a real, I mean, this is, we're going to have 9,000 people in the same place that Russell Steamboat at, you know what I mean? so And a lot of other people. So I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, I mean, that whole weekend is great. I know Bubba's going to get up there and say something good about me. I got so much dirt on him; he won't stay shit. His wife will be <laughs> on that <weekend> too.
3: <laughs> well, I, I got—we might have some dirt on each
1: other. <laughs> hey, hey. He used I to, mean, he used, to, he used to come over to the Double Tree and have a drink once in a while. <laughs>
3: every well, once in a while.
0: Well, Rick, I had <laughs> my roast uh, in April, and Bully—you uh, know, Bubba—completely buried me in front of my wife and family and friends. So, I'm—he's um, great in this role. I mean, I'm telling you, be, be careful.
1: Yeah, I know. Listen, I, I got a lot of respect for him and Diva They can say what they want to say. They know me real well. So. N- Nate, <laughs> uh, any chance, me, I got to ask
3: you loving. this because obviously you're going to be tagging with Andrade. Is there any chance mm-hmm. that we see Charlotte in attendance or anything?
1: Uh, she'll be there, but I don't know whether she'll be out on camera or not. You know? Okay, so she will be uh, there. That's great. That's good to know. Oh absolutely yeah she will be there. Yep. Absolutely. You know, so um yeah she wouldn't miss that if it wasn't for me I mean I mean I don't think she'd miss it even if Andrade wasn't involved. She just might not be on camera. But
0: understandable. You know. I I get it. And and you know and listen the WWE so a, just a, put- a, lot, a lot
1: of the guys are coming Mysterio is coming Apollo is coming um um uh fat uh fat um McAfee's coming. McAfee? Um, oh,
0: Pat McAfee. Okay. All
1: yeah, right. McAfee's coming. Um, I think the kid, kid, kid Rock will be there. Um, um, a lot of people that, um, I, I mean, I have to look at the list, but we've got a, a great bunch, a number of people roasting me. And it's, it's just, um, you know, by video because a lot of people just can't make that trip. But it's going to be a great weekend, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And as I said, I know Bubba knows what I'm talking about every time. You you see this goal in front of you, and you want to be able to climb that, and you just have to be ready to um, <clears throat> to um, you know prepare yourself and hope that it all works out. It has you know, my whole life, so why wouldn't it work out this time, right? I-
0: Agreed. Agreed, Rick. Like you know, and bully and I were just talking about it. Five years ago we had you on right after your surgery and never would have imagined that you would have been able to walk down that aisle one last time and have this. I know that
1: that, that's the big thing. People don't get it. I was dead for thirteen days. (laughs) And then you know I couldn't walk or anything. I don't b I know I know you guys both know the story. I was I had no memory. It's just twenty seventeen that happened, so it's five years ago in August. So here I am, getting ready to go and jump off a table or go through a table, whatever I have to do to get you guys gone. And trust me, I'll Rick, have You a don't need no damn
3: long. tables. Only only like, guys who don't me. know what the hell they're doing in the ring need tables. You don't need tables.
1: I have to do everything possible. <laughs> I was never very good at it, but I can at least fall through it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: But Rick, we were talking to Conrad about, the. I mean, obviously your your match, the main event, that what, what the entire show is being built around, but Conrad has done a hell of a job bringing oh, together almost, hard. you know, all, all portions of the wrestling community to put on one hell of a yeah. super show here.
1: No, it, it is. It really is. I mean, it, I'm not even comparing it to SummerSlam, but I mean, there could be some damn good matches on that card. Our, our biggest, you know, looking at it realistically, is us trying to follow some of that shit. Because look at those kids can work, man. Uh,
0: I know we had Conrad on earlier, and Conrad mentioned that you just uh, did the podcast for Starcade '85, the the match that you had with Dusty Rhodes for the NWA Championship. So, looking forward to that dropping because I'm sure that's going to be a great episode talking about Starcade '85 yeah. and the match with Dusty. Yeah, oh,
1: only, only one Dusty Rhodes, guys—the greatest.
3: Uh, Rick, one of the things that Conrad had brought up was knowing that this is going to be your last match. And he had brought up Hulk and, you know, Hulk's last match was a six man in the UK, you know, many, many years ago. Um, could you have imagined your career, not knowing when your last match would have taken place?
1: No. I mean, I, I felt it was so bad. The last match I had with Sting was so bad. And the stuff with, with Hulk over and uh Australia was terrible. I mean, I just needed, I, I didn't even have to think twice. I just had to, because I've virtually, guys, I've been lucky as some alive, but nothing hurts. I mean, I've had everything, you know, I've had rotator cuff surgery, but yeah. considering I've been in an airplane crash and all that stuff, but nothing hurts. How lucky am I? All the guys my age are even still alive have got knee replacements, hip replacements, back surgery. I mean, you know, above all, you know, I. We, we, we put our bodies through with it.
3: Rick, originally when when your last match was first announced, there were talks of it possibly being a singles match. Are you happier that it's going to be a tag or would you have preferred a
1: singles? Yes. Oh, I'm happier it's a tag. Why? I can, I, can, I, I can hide myself a little bit more. <laughs> Yeah. You know what, I think that
3: I think that's a fair answer. I think that's a fair answer because I think it, it, when it comes it, to you, it, it, yeah. people want to see you exactly. go out there and play the hits. They're paying to <laughs> see the best of Ric Flair, and I'm sure that's what we're gonna get that night.
1: Exactly. And with a tag back with a I obviously can't do the stuff that lethal and uh and I, I don't know what they could do, but that would be a big part of the match too. And the stuff that I am still good at. I mean, punching, kicking taking bums, which I can still do, and I'll be part of it, too. And, of course, I'll be taking my by Johnson and Johnson Tate, so <laughs> when all will <else> fail.
0: <laughs> Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to Sirius XM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting the legendary steve cohen and sirius xm fight nation program director mother marissa marissa revis
3: reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing Uh, (laughs) that's definitely not a problem Uh, reese's you did it you stumped this charming devil